Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Just then, the doorbell rang and Mrs. Davis got up to answer it since the staff went home for the night. A few seconds later, Mrs. Davis screamed. Mr. White looked at me and said sternly, "Stay here." Before running to Mrs. Davis's aid, the news reporter continued talking. We just got a picture of the prisoner that escaped. My eyes widened in horror as the picture of the escaped prisoner popped up on the screen. It was Mr. White's twin brother William. Hi, my name is Brittany. After you like, subscribe and tap that notification bell, click the link to watch the previous video if you have not seen it. Trust me, you will definitely want to know how we ended up in this predicament. My heart skipped a beat as I heard a scuffle taking place at the front door. I ran to the back door to prevent myself from being seen by whoever was at the front door. I hid by the first set of bushes that I saw, which were ones directly under my bedroom window. I stifled a cry as I heard someone rummaging through my things. I was too afraid to peek to see who it was. Maybe it was Mr. White's brother William or his crazy wife Sophia, who may have escaped too. I watched in horror a few minutes later as through the bushes Mrs. Davis and Mr. White were being forced into a dark blue van. From where I was hiding, I could not see the license plate. A few minutes after the van drove off, I waited to ensure that the coast was clear before coming out of my hiding place. I ran inside and called the police, then dialed Jane's number because I did not know who else to call. Mr. White and Mrs. Davis were the only family I had. "Jane, Jane," I said frantically. "Someone took them. Someone took Mr. White and Mrs. Davis." What are you talking about, Brittany? Slow down and tell me what happened. After telling her what happened, Jane told me that she was on her way. I waited nervously, and when the police arrived, they questioned me about what happened. Do you have anywhere to spend the night? An officer asked. Just as I was about to reply, Jane approached us. I am Mr. White's cook. Brittany will be staying with me and my family until Mr. White and Mrs. Davis are found. The officer nodded, and they left the house. Jane waited while I packed a bag and locked up. I honestly thought I reached the point in my life where I finally got to my happily ever after, but it was not meant to be. Tears welled in my eyes. 
The last thing I picked up from my room was the pendant that my mother left me when I was a baby. I kept it safe in a box at the back of my drawer. I had not worn it in years because I was afraid I would lose it. I placed it around my neck. Maybe, just maybe, it would bring me some much-needed luck. By the time we got to Jane's house, it was late and everyone was already sleeping. I slept in Jane's room on her bed while she slept on a cot in the corner. She assured me that everything would work out. I drifted off into a restless sleep. Mrs. Davis, no! I screamed as tears streamed down my face. Brittany, Brittany, wake up. It's a dream. It's okay. Jane spoke as she shook me awake. My eyes shot open and they darted across the room. It's okay, I'm here, Jane said as she hugged me tightly. I came to let you know that breakfast was ready. I'm not sure if I can eat anything. Come on, at least try. You have to keep your energy up. I tucked my pendant into my top and walked to the kitchen with Jane. Sitting at the kitchen table was an elderly lady. Next to her was a walking stick. Brittany, this is my mother, Mrs. Hazel. Ma, this is Brittany, the friend I was telling you about. I extended my hand and Mrs. Hazel took it. She looked at me strangely before letting go, but didn't say anything. Ma suffered a stroke three years ago. That's when I went to work for Mr. White full-time. I wished I went with Mrs. Davis, I cried. Mrs. Hazel squeezed my hand gently. It will be okay. I nodded my head and forced a smile. Jane, we need to come up with a plan to save Mrs. Davis and Mr. White. I know, but we don't know where they are or who they're with. We have absolutely nothing to go on here. As we were discussing possible ways to find Mr. White and Mrs. Davis, the doorbell rang. I wonder who that could be, Jane said and went to answer the door. Jane returned with a package. No one was at the door, just this package. Do you think it was something to do with Mr. White and Mrs. Davis? I asked. I hope it does, Jane said and she opened the package. But if it is, then they know that I'm here and your family could be in danger. If they wanted to harm us, they would have done so instead of leaving us this package. We'll be okay, Jane smiled at me. Inside the package was a CD. Jane took the CD and went to the computer and put it in. The video popped up and Mrs. Davis and Mr. White were both tied to chairs, gagged and blindfolded. Between them stood William. Why, hello, Brittany. I hope that this message reaches you in good spirits. As you can see here, I have your beloved Mrs. Davis. I'm willing to let her go because she is not the person that I want. I want the person who came into my life and took everything away from me. You ruined everything. But now you have a chance to make it right again. If you hand yourself over to me, I will release Mrs. Davis. Meet me at the abandoned warehouse on Old St. Joseph's Road. If I hear so much as one police siren or see one police officer, you will never see Mrs. Davis again. The video cut off. Jane and I sat in silence for a few moments. I don't think you should go, Jane said grimly. I have to go. We don't know if he's keeping them at the warehouse or another site. If I go, he said he would release Mrs. Davis. I think we should call the police. If it were Mrs. Hazel, would you stay at home? If this is what I have to do to save my mother, then I'm going to do it. I understand what you're saying, but William is dangerous, Britt. You can't take him out by yourself. I don't have to take him out. I just want him to release my mother. This is something I have to do. I walked away and went to the bedroom. I needed time to think. I took out my pendant and twirled it on my fingertips. A knock on the door interrupted my thoughts. The door opened. Look, Jane, I know you don't approve, but... My face turned red when I realized it wasn't Jane, but Mrs. Hazel. I'm so sorry, I thought it was Jane. She smiled at me and sat next to me on the bed. She looked at the pendant, then looked at me. May I see it? 
I took it off and handed it to her. I watched as she opened it and tears ran down her face. How did you come by this pendant? Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I told her my story as she held the pendant to her heart. When I was finished, she got up from the bed with the pendant and walked out of the room. I followed her. Jane looked at us as we passed her. Ma, what's going on? We followed Mrs. Hazel to her bedroom. She opened the top drawer of her dresser and pulled out a picture and handed it to me together with the pendant. The picture she placed in my hand was identical to the one in the pendant. What? Where did you get this? I fumbled. My husband died when I was pregnant with you. He was the sole breadwinner and our livelihood quickly deteriorated. When you were born, I didn't have enough money to take care of you and your sister. I dropped you off at the diner and prayed that I would be reunited with you someday. I felt ashamed for so many years of keeping this from everyone, especially you, Jane. After I got employed with Mr. White, I tried searching for you but couldn't find you. I went back to the diner but I was too late. The diner was turned into a jewelry store. Jane consoled Mrs. Hazel. I walked out of the room shocked by the news I just heard. I felt torn. Mrs. Hazel was my mother? I found one mother, but I was about to lose another. I sat in the kitchen and Jane walked in. Hey, sis. She smiled and hugged me. I know it's a lot to take in now, but together we'll get through this. How is Mrs. Hazel, or should I say, mom? She will be okay. A little overwhelmed, but she'll be fine. Let's focus on getting Mrs. Davis and Mr. White back. I decided that if you are going, I will go with you. Jane put up her hand so that I wouldn't interrupt her. Before you protest, hear me out. I will follow you to the warehouse, sneak inside, and get Mr. White and Mrs. Davis out. I can't let you go alone. So it's either I come as your shadow, or we both stay at home. We waited until the cover of night to carry out our plan. I looked around nervously as I entered the parking lot of the warehouse. When I reached the door, I pushed it open. Almost immediately, my hands were tied. It's nice of you to join us. Let me show you to your quarters. William smiled sinisterly. I was thrown into a room. I leaned my head on the door, feeling defeated. Brittany? I spun around. It was Mrs. Davis. She quickly untied my hands. Mom, are you okay? I hugged her tightly. I'm okay. What are you doing here? I told her about the package that was sent to Jane's. Where is Mr. White? I asked. I'm not even sure if he's in this building. 
I didn't want to tell Mrs. Davis about our plan in case the room was wired. I wondered how soon it would take for Jane to rescue us. About an hour passed and I was worried about Jane. Did William find her and throw her into another room? Did she chicken out and decide it wasn't worth it? Just then, I heard the door open. My eyes lit up, but my hopes were crushed when I realized it was William. He slid two trays in the room. Eat up. This is your last meal. He closed the door behind him. I ran to the door and pounded it with my fists. You said you would let Mrs. Davis go. You said you would let Mrs. Davis go. Neither Mrs. Davis nor I ate from the food that was brought in. My thoughts ran to Jane. She was our only hope. Do you smell that? Mrs. Davis asked, sniffing the air intently. I sniffed the air. Smoke! Mr. White had gone mad. He set the warehouse on fire. Smoke trickled into the room from under the door. Quick, take the sheet from off the bed and tuck it under the door. I snatched the sheet and did as I was told. I wasn't sure how much extra time that would give us, but hopefully enough to get rescued. Help! Someone help us! Mrs. Davis and I shouted. As the room filled with smoke, Mrs. Davis and I stayed close to the floor. We began to cough uncontrollably. I held onto Mrs. Davis. We turned eagerly to the door as we heard it open. It was Jane and Mr. White. They helped us from the burning building, and we all gasped for the fresh night air when we got into the parking lot. Where is William? I asked. Jane scanned the area as we walked away from the building. We stopped at a safe distance and rested. There was a blue van parked to the far side of the parking lot. It's no longer there. But don't worry, I took the license plate just in case. I heard sirens heading our way and I looked at Jane. Did you really think I was letting us come down here without backup? Mom and I just found you, sis. We aren't letting you go so easy. Sis? Mr. White looked at Jane and then at me. We nodded. We'll tell you the story soon. Trust me, you are going to love it. I smiled. Soon the parking lot was filled with ambulances, police cars, and fire trucks. We were checked out and the officers took as much information as they could. Jane gave them her number and asked that they call her for any updates on William. Mrs. Davis and Mr. White spent the next few days at the hospital for further observation. A few hours later, as we were sitting in Mrs. Davis's room, Jane got a call. The officer told her that William tried to outrun the police, but he lost control of the van and it slammed into a light pole. He died on impact. I was shocked, but a tiny part of me couldn't help feeling relieved. I spent the next few days getting to know my new family. As soon as Mrs. Davis and Miss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mr. White were released from the hospital. Jane invited them home and we told them everything. This entire experience was a godwink, Mrs. Davis said. What is a godwink? I asked with a raised brow. Well, in this case, a godwink is an event often identified as coincidence, so astonishing that it is seen as a sign of divine intervention. If I'd never gotten the call from the doctor, I would have never looked for a family. If I didn't look for a family, you would have never met Jane and her mom, your real mom. Even my brother had a part to play in it. 
If he and Sophia hadn't adopted you, you may have ended up in another family, said Mr. White. A god wink, I smiled. Who wants cake? Jane asked as she walked out with a chocolate cake and placed it on the table. We do. One chapter of my life is closed. In this case, everything worked out for the best. Now I have two great moms, a dad, and a sister. I think I have finally found my happily ever after.